Hey everyone, Justin and Tiana here. How are you doing, Tiana? Pretty good. How are you? All right. Well, before we get started with the podcast today, I'm going to tell you about our sponsor. Yay! FabFitFun. It's a quarterly subscription box. Seasonal, as they like to yes. say. Seasonal. Seasonal. So for those people that don't know, it's like a fashion, uh, beauty, lifestyle mm-hmm. kind of box. That's a good description. I've gotten um, some small exercise equipment, nail polish that I use all the time, beauty, curly hair things. Curly hair things? You need yeah, curly hair things? I do. I have I have a lot of curly hair. That's true. And um, curly hair is a lot, as anybody who has it knows. Very true. Um, now, now, the thing I know that they make a point about this box is that these are full size. Yes, like these are like full samples size, of things. And they are fancy brands, as I like to call them. Me, the normal, I get everything at Target Chopper. Um, it's kind of nice to get um, a little surprise in the mail that it just feels a little uh, more upscale. Uh, it retail like retail. If we got all this stuff, it would be like two hundred bucks. It's like yes, I think over, I think over two hundred bucks. Yeah, especially full size stuff. Yes, and so the retails for fifty bucks. Yep, which is awesome. Um, and if you use the coupon code Mayday at FabFitFun.com, you can get a discount. How much of a discount can they get? Ten dollars off your first box. Ten dollars off your first box. That's pretty good. So right now, I think they're on the fall box. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then, winters will be shipping soon. I think. Yes, and we're gonna get a winter box. Yeah, I had a winter box last year, and it came with um, oh, what do you call them? Uh, a poncho that I use oh. like every day at my office, where nice. men set the thermometer, and it's really cold. So yeah, it's it's cute. I get a lot of compliments on it. So head over to fabfitfun.com and use the coupon code Mayday to get ten dollars off your first box. It's fabfitfun.com. Hey everybody, it's Justin. Welcome to the latest episode of Mayday. Just a quick word from me before we get started. This is going to be a part one of a two-part episode, uh, breaking down a couple scary movies in honor of Halloween. So what you're going to hear today is Tiana and I talk about scary movies, our relationship with scary movies, and start off our uh, top five movies that truly, truly scared us. So that'll be a lot of fun. And the movie that we're going to be reviewing today first is a user pick from Instagram. We put out a little poll out there to see what you guys really were scared of as far as horror movies were concerned. And we got kind of a wild card pick that we weren't expecting, a movie called The Hitcher from 1986, starring Rutger Hauer, C. Thomas Howell, and Jennifer Jason Lee. Now, we wasn't expecting much out of this movie, but as you will hear, we were uh, pleasantly surprised, I guess you could put it. So check it out, enjoy this, and then we'll be back with part two on Halloween day or evening, depending on when you listen to it, with um, our review of the movie from 2015, The Witch. Enjoy. All right. Hey, everyone. Hey. Hi, Tiana. Hi, Justin. It's time for Mayday, but this is a special edition of Mayday. I think we're both very excited by this. I'm very excited. Because um, we both have a very special relationship to the uh, genre under which we're going to be discussing tonight yeah when i met you you wouldn't you wouldn't do this genre i know at right? all it's it was, a big it's it was a weird. big shift we used to uh your wife and i used to talk about going to the movies and bringing you guys and letting you guys go see it's the true. romantic comedy and we, we would go see the scary movie that's right so tonight is a very special version of uh mayday and that we are going to do an entire podcast about scary movies because you know it's halloween coming up and scary movies will be all around and so tiana and i like scary movies. I did not used to like scary movies, as Tiana has attested to, and we'll get into that a little bit more. Uh, but Lots now, of mocking uh, ensued. Things have shifted, but neither of our spouses watch them. 
uh, or want to watch them. Yeah. And so I find it funny. The other day you said, uh, I want to watch a scary movie in a place where I don't have to watch it by myself with headphones yes. on. Yes. Which yeah. I can totally relate Alone to. Alone in the dark with headphones attached to my Roku remote. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> this is how I normally experience scary movies. It's not the same. Yeah. No, it is not the same. Also, it limits. Like, I can't I can't watch the truly, really scary ones that I know are going to scare the shit out of me in yeah. that situation. Why? I can't. I, I need a person to watch oh, them with. Oh, you need a partner. Yes. Okay. I got I you. Need, I need a co-watcher. You need a co-watcher. What makes you feel better about having a co-watcher? Then I have, like, reassurance that, like, it's not real. And it's, well, okay. I, don't, I don't know. It just it gets it just, you out of your head a little bit by looking yeah. over and go. There's another person. Yes, there is another living, breathing human. That's not that a is killer. not a zombie or a killer clown <laughs> or what have you. Right. Um, so this is actually part of a larger idea we have of doing some uh, additional non high handmaid's tale kind of pop, pop culturey podcasts where we talk about things because you know we do you know still things we like like stuff outside of the handmaid's tale it's a thing we don't like go into a cave and then come out and watch the handmaid's tale i mean i do really like the handmaid's I mean, tale yeah we <laughs> love it obviously but we do watch other things yeah uh, so i came up with this and we talked about it and we're totally down so here we go so the plan is this is what we're gonna do we've done a top five list which i'm very excited to discuss oh with yeah you. my top five is not five well yeah neither of them is mine okay, so yeah. I, it's gonna be okay none um, of you are surprised to hear this i assume and I posted this on Instagram to get some user input for one of the movies that we're going to watch tonight. Um, on what movie gives the top five of what actually scared the crap out of you? Like movies that truly scared you? Because there's some movies that are scary, but afterwards they don't really stick with you. But I want to know from me and Tiana what really, really stuck with us. And I, I have more than five. You have more than five. Mm-hmm. So we're going to discuss those in a little bit. So after that, we're going to watch one of our uh, user recommended movies first. Followed by another scary movie, and we're going to talk about him in between just to kind of get an idea of what we thought about them. And we'll talk about some other stuff, too, just along the way. Hijinks ensue like they do. <laughs> you okay with that plan? Yes. All right. I'm laughing at your hijinks ensue. The hijinks, they always ensue, for sure. Okay, but before we do that, let's talk about our costume contest that we got going on. Our second annual... Second annual costume contest. Costume contest. Look, it's a real thing. It is a real thing. So, we got some sponsors this year. Uh, Feminist Stick Club, who we love and enjoy and are super excited to be promoting. Did I tell you I subscribed and now I'm really, really excited <laughs> yeah? to have my package? Awesome. Uh, uh, yes, you can go subscribe. My car is going to be littered with feminist stickers. Yes. I mean, I got to have another one to join my RGB sticker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, they're really, awesome. really let all of the people in traffic behind me know where I stand. Yes, they are very cool. Um, so it, the basic premise is uh, for $3 a month, which is an insane price for anything these days, uh, you get a sticker. Three to four inch vinyl, high quality, weatherproof sticker. Uh, feminist branded, obviously. Feminist themed. Delivered to your door every month. So it's like 36 bucks a year, which I don't really think you can beat. I'm pumped. And they're like super inclusive and intersectional. And they use, you know, they seek out diverse groups of artists and they pay their artists, which I know Tiana as a art person will appreciate. Yes. And they also send 10% of their money to feminist causes. So which is awesome. So they paying their artists and sending 10% to causes. That's, that's not a lot left for them. No, we should definitely get them some more subscribers. Yes, we're trying. So you can go to uh, feministstickerclub.com. You can use coupon code Mayday to get a, a discount, which seems absurd I know. at $3, <laughs> but uh, you can use Mayday 25 to get 25% off your discount for as long as your, as your subscription. I know is it's long. not just your first it's month, right? It's, it's forever. Yes. So thank you. Uh, Kelly Hinkle, who is the creator of Feminist Sticker Club. Now, also, just for a bonus fact, there is also Cat Sticker Club, which is the sister club of 
feminist ticker club. What? Works the same way. I'm not a cat person, but as cats. a person who works with a lot of developers, I know a lot of cat people. Yeah. Oh, there's tons this of cats. This is a thing I'm going to have to talk about. The internet, like, there's a significant amount of the foundation of the internet built on cats. And this is their true. videos this and is true. all things cats. It's because developers love cats. Yes. Yeah, so if and who was on the internet in the early days? <laughs> Very true. Developers. <laughs> so true. Uh, our other, one of our other sponsors in providing our prizes is Charmed Box of Shadows, which is, Tiana's looking at me crazy because we haven't really talked about this. I didn't know so, that. our friends fan mail. I love the fan subscription mail. box. So, sadly, and not so sadly for them because this is a new venture for them, uh, they're no longer doing their regular fan mail box, which was a bi monthly Lady Geek box, which was awesome. It was, it was all kinds great. of pop culture geared towards female art, uh, brands and shows and movies and stuff. Uh, they are now doing a quarterly premium subscription box entirely branded with Charmed, the show. And not the new show, the old show. It just happens that they're redoing the show. I don't think that was planned. Um, It's fully licensed. Like, they have to go through CBS and all the people that own it and the networks and the whole thing. So that is one of the things that we're helping promote is Charmed Box of Shadows. So if you are a Charmed person, you ever watch the show Charmed, uh, you want to head over to their website and uh, you can use our discount, Mayday. I think we're eventually going to have to talk about how bad these sponsorships are for my wallet, personally, right. because now I want to try all of the things. Yes. There's lots of awesome things out there. There's, I'm going to have to find out a, a better way to get all of these subscriptions without my uh, family going, why do you Why do you have a package every day? Exactly. Why, where's all this money coming from? Yeah. yeah. Well, rather, where's That's all this money going? That's why somebody made a website called thisiswhyimbroke.com. Uh, I didn't know. We're that. not promoting them today. Oh. We are promoting myfanmail.com. So go to myfanmail.com and you will see right there, right there in the middle of the page, Charmed Box of Shadows. Get with it. Sounds cool. All right. Now let's talk about the one thing that I really want to talk about, which is our judges. Right? Yep. I was very excited yep. that this plan worked out exactly like I wanted it to. Um, I wanted to seek out the judges of the judges people. And I told Tiana, the I was like, people. Lady Putnam is the judges person on that show. Yeah, she is. She judges baby Charlotte. Right? She judges babies. Right? So Takes look out, y'all. Person. If you guys are really attached to your costume, she might have some words for you. So not only are we giving Lady Putnam, we're also getting Sir Putnam. I guess I'll give him Sir. Oh, one arm Putnam as one we call him Putnam on the show. Hashtag sir, huh? Lady Putnam and one arm Putnam. For those of you who are familiar with our uh, lingo on the show. I don't know if I'm down with the Sir. The Putnams. The Putnams will be judging the individual category for our costume competition, which I'm super excited about. And also one of the prizes is a personalized autographed photo. I haven't decided whether it's going to be, I don't know yet. It's up to them whether they're going to have it together as the Putnam couple or separately as like the actors. They're human selves. Yes. So we'll see. It's totally up to them. I left it up to them, but you'll be getting an autographed personalized to you photo from Stephen Kunkin, who is Warren Putnam and Ever Carradine, who is hashtag Lady Putnam. Also, if you don't follow Ever Carradine on Instagram, you totally should. She's awesome. She's hilarious. She is all kinds of hilarious. Do it today. You won't regret it. Yes. Now, how do you enter our contest? Are you aware? Do you know how? I don't have to know how. That's right, because you are not eligible. I know. Sadly. We have a website, allconsumingcontent.com. You can go there and uh, bam, three categories, individual, group, and my favorite, the pets. Which are always hilarious because all the poor dogs that have cones of shame who also have owners that are Handmaid's Tale fans. I mean, it's just begging for it. All end up. It really is. They all end up with a red or something wrapped around them and their picture <laughs> on Instagram. And then they're adorable. They are cute as hell. Uh, so you can enter there. There's a form. Fill it out. Now, another way that we like to enter people 
is I like to just go stalk people on Instagram and say, hey, who's got a handmade costume? So I find them and I message them and I say, hey, we're doing this thing. You should be in it. And they message me back usually and say, that sounds awesome. Put me in. So just be aware that that might happen. I might find you on Instagram. Our scouts are out there on Instagram. So. It's it's not as stalkery as it sounds, I swear. No, no. It's really just me looking at a hashtag. He just really likes Instagram. Handmaid's Tale costumes. And then you see all the people. There's so many. There's some awesome ones. I found a group And now one. there's mass-produced Handmaid's yes, Tale costumes, we, we talked about which is a different thing podcast. entirely. Right. Um, but I saw one today, for instance, or the other day, that was a group that did one. It was a group of handmaids uh, who were at a Comic-Con. They had a really cool picture that uh, is going to be in the competition. It was like them in a corner and you just see like the bottom part of another person that's like dressed like an eye who has a gun. It's pretty cool looking. But that was not their coolest picture from the Comic-Con. Ask me what their coolest picture from the Comic-Con. What was their coolest picture? Their coolest picture from the Comic-Con was somebody taking a picture of them while Mr. LeVar Burton was taking a selfie with them. What? (laughs) That's right. LeVar Burton. Now... You, know oh, if you don't Burton, know who LeVar Burton is. You got one of three choices, basically, with LeVar Burton. You got the older people who are like, Roots, LeVar Burton. Yep, yep. I am, got, I am all of the above LeVar Burton. You got me and Tiana's era, which was kind of crossing over with Reading Rainbow, LeVar Burton, and Star Trek Next Generation, Jordy of the Forge. I feel like there's a lot of crossover in the first two also. Yes. I yeah. remember Roots happening in yeah, he does Reading kinda, Rainbow. He does kind of cross that. Seven- I didn't realize it was the same person for a long time. <laughs> 70s, 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. It's kind of his, mm-hmm. he had a good like 20 to 5 year run there where he was kind of in the spotlight. But yeah, I guess they ran into him. Maybe he was yeah. there like doing something. And, like it's totally, I really hope he was there to be Jordy LaForge. I, it doesn't matter. He can be whatever he wants. I, he can, but man, come on. How badass I just want to find the lady that sang the, the uh, Reading Rainbow theme song and thank her. Because yeah. that theme song is amazing. That's one that I don't ever think of when I have far too many arguments about what the greatest TV theme song is of all time. <clears throat> I imagine you do have a lot of these. You're yeah, very opinionated. Um, that one has to be right up there. Because that's like, an earworm. It is. It totally is an earworm. Butterfly in the sky. I mean, come on. Thank you for doing that. Amazing. No, that's that's amazing. So that's super awesome. So anyway, put your pictures out. And you can also use our hashtag, Handmade Halloween 2018. Handmade Halloween 2018, crafted by our, our friend Tiani. Who I was like, what hashtag should we use? And she I, I really just like put together words that made sense. It's fine. Okay. Sometimes it's hard for me. True story. So we'll be out there on the internet looking for you. You can come look for us however we want to do it. And then we're going to announce our winner sometime in the middle of November. So we give people a little time after Halloween to recover. Oh, yeah. We got to see all of them. Some of your, them, we don't know. see the costume until Halloween. Exactly. So. Exactly. We got to get people gotta get time. all of them. So plenty of time. So again, you can go to allconsumingcontent.com as our website and you can enter into our costume contest for Handmaid's Tale, our other fancy judge. And this is uh, when life is all about who you know, right? Uh, Lizzie Hale, for those of you that don't know who Lizzie Hale is. Um, also, Lizzie Hale is spelled with no vowels. L-Z-Z-Y. She is Why the, is sometimes a vowel? No, this case, sometimes maybe it is. Why? I don't know if this one's considered a vowel at the end. It is when there's no other vowels. Okay, then this can be the one vowel. There's no vowel in between L and Z. How about that? Okay. Uh, she is lead singer. Outstanding lead singer for the band Hailstorm. Um, she's got like this gigantic voice, I guess is like not overstating it. It's like one of those things like like Ann Wilson from Heart has that kind of voice. Like a Nico Case kind of like can you can hear it from like across the room with no 
help from anything. Yeah. Uh, she's pretty awesome. And she's very um, badass on her own. She has a uh, her own clothing line. She also has her own diary where she talks about all kinds of uh, feminist topics and such as that. Uh, so she is also going to be our judge for the group competition. So we got a rock star. The group, very excited. The group is my favorite part. Yes, the groups yeah. are awesome. The People groups are, are fantastic. Um, so, although I really, if if you are entering the group competition, uh, if you enter like how you know the other people in your group. I'm always really curious about that. Yes, some of we, them last year, like it, it, we could kind of figure it out and some people included it anyway, but um, it's pretty great just yeah. to, just to see like, is this your spouse? Right. Is this your cubicle mate? Right. Could or be anybody. In, or is this a case, random stranger you found on the street who also happened to be dressed in theme and you just got a picture together? There were, actually, I saw one of those. Somebody on this Inst- year. Somebody on Instagram, there was a group of four handmaids who ran into some woman that was, either the woman ran into them or the other way around, I remember. But she was wearing, although I think unintentionally, like the same color of the wives. clothes as the wives. Nice. And so she took a picture with them at the Comic-Con. It was pretty awesome. Um, so that was pretty cool. So Lizzie Hale uh, from the Van Hale Storm, uh, their new album is called Vicious. They're it's a great out band on tour. The right, it's a great band. Um, they're in the Europe's right now. Tour in the Europe's. All of them? All of them, all the Europe's. The Europe's, okay. Yep. Um, they're going to come back here November 16th. They kick off their United States League in Virginia. You can find more about them at hailstormrocks.com. And you can find Lizzie Hale at official Lizzie Hale, H-A-L-E-L-Z-Z-Y, by the way. Keep that in mind, it, just in case you get confused. We got it. Less official Lizzie Hale on Instagram. She's awesome. She does good things. You know you're good when you have to put official before your handle. Exactly, right? I mean, somebody else has taken your regular Lizzie Hale. And is posting pictures of you for no reason, mm-hmm. or maybe for a reason. Oh. Anyway, hailstormrocks.com. Check them out. You'll enjoy them. We enjoy them. Now, are you ready to talk about the movies? Of course. Okay. Now, one of the things, like we said, that we were going to do was that we were going to talk about our top five movies on our list that scared us, like, truly way deep down. Tiana has more than five. I can do more than five. I actually put five and five A for my five <laughs> Um, so I, I feel like it's time to talk about that. So I'm going to let you go first and, uh, just tell me what movie and you can give me an explanation. We can talk about it. Here we go. Um, I don't think we can do an explanation for all of these. We'll be here. Okay. Um, but we can for some of them. Children of the corn. Oh, I feel that was like it's almost on my pretty list. self-explanatory. That is terrifying. Yeah. And part of this is like, I don't know if you're like me, like some of these, I was really young when mm-hmm. they came Same. out and I yeah, yeah. didn't, I don't think I've ever seen Children of the Corn all the way through. I've seen parts oh, of it. Oh, really? Because it was that like. That would be worse. You right. did, did you see the end? I don't think so. But okay. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The corn, like, yeah. Okay. okay. But the most terrifying thing I remember of that, and tell me if this is what freaks you out, is the part where the kid and the mom are in the house and they're all like trying to come through the. Yes. So scary. They, I think, okay, one, I feel like scary children are just legit scary, like in all circumstances. Period. Scary children are freaky. Um, I, I don't have a real reason why, and I'm not, I'm not sure why I feel this way, but I really do. For a long time, I just didn't do movies with scary children, mm-hmm. partly because I watched Children of the Corn yep. when maybe I was a little too young to be watching it. Sure. Um, as is the case with a lot of movies that scare the crap out of me. I just like, I saw them way too young. So moving on. Uh, one of my favorite scary movies of all time. Also one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time. Cube. Oh, Cube's good. I love Cube. Cube's great. The first time I saw it, I was alone in the dark by myself. And that was a bad idea. So yeah, I've, I've continued that tradition for right. some odd reason. 
I want to say you could find. I don't know if you can find Cube on Netflix. I know Cube like. The sequels, Cube. Are, Cube is on Netflix right now. Right I actually now? checked earlier today because I was thinking about it. It's, it's on Netflix right fantastic. now. Fantastic. So I, I've never I, seen the sequels. I can't speak to the quality of those. Right. But original Cube was great and clearly had like very little budget, but yes. they did a really good job. So Cube was part of a, a self-imposed project of movies that I did, and you'll recall this because everybody thought I was a dork when I was doing this. I mean, I, I we somehow don't need an extra reason, but okay. I somehow became enamored with watching movies that took place entirely in like either one room. Oh. Or one location. Okay. Because it's really difficult to make a really good movie where you don't go anywhere else True. besides a room. True. Or like single camera. Film. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was one of them because Cube, while it travels from room to room, is essentially... it's They're all the same. They yeah. look exactly the they, same. They're the same set. Yes. Um, you should definitely check it out. It's killer sci-fi. It's very gory. Uh, very violent. I mean, it is gory and violent, but not as much as a lot of scary movies no, today. Not like, today. it's not a saw. No, it is definitely not a saw. For sure. All right, I'm going to give you one of mine. Um, I'm going to give you my 5 and the 5A. Okay. Okay. My 5A is, and I've never seen this movie all the way through. I only know that I wanted to watch this movie until I, like, this was still in my phase where I was not watching horror movies. So, my relationship with horror movies is very um, new. Like, I, growing up, did not watch them. I don't have any siblings or older siblings, which I feel is like a thing that, like, would get you a little more into horror movies. My or, grandma started buying me Stephen King books in middle school. Or that. See, but I, I didn't have that. But they were great. That's good. My wife was the same way. She used to read those when she was younger. And yeah. I, I didn't do that either. So I didn't watch a lot of them. I didn't have anybody that watched a lot of them around me. You know, weren't that you family. Out, man. Um, I had a friend of mine who, like, we were best friends and his older brother would watch scary crap all the time. And so we'd go over there and that would be like Nightmare on Elm Street and all this stuff that scared the crap out of me. But... As an older adult, when I didn't want to watch them, I liked the concept of scary movies. Um, so I would read about them just to try, like... Really? Yeah. So I would, like, try and figure but out... But not watch the movie. Right, not usually. Sometimes okay. I watch a little bit of it on YouTube. So uh, there's a scene in Paranormal Activity. Have you ever seen it? I still have not seen Paranormal okay. Activity. I keep intending to watch it mm-hmm. and then not watching it. This is something I would have to watch alone by myself with yes. the headphones. This would be awesome. I don't know if I would still watch this alone by myself. Uh, so the general premise of this paranormal, the first paranormal activity is it's very, not necessarily found footage, but it's security camera looking footage that they place around the house. Right. right trying right. to figure out what's going on with the house because strange things are happening. They think there's a ghost or a demon there. So there's a scene in the middle of the night, the husband and wife are sleeping and it's like the camera is basically from like the nightstand that's across the room. So you can see the whole bed. Oh yeah. You told me about this before. And the wife gets up. I Walks around the bed to the other side of the bed. And the camera also has a timer on it so you can see the clock. So how long it's actually been filming. And she stands over the husband's side of the bed staring at him. Like rocking kind of back and forth standing there. And the camera's going by. And she does it for like six hours. That's and I was super like, creepy. I was like, nope. nope <laughs> Were you like, Rex. we need separate bedrooms. I was like, I, with no, locks. Oh my God. That freaked me the fuck out. Now the other part of my, my five, other 5A is the first 15 minutes of the movie Suspiria. I don't even know what that movie is. It's a Dario Argento who's an Italian oh, guy, director. Oh, why I don't know about it. Um, and he's one of the, like the Italians are known for their very gory, very uh, vivid, uh, uh, you know, horror movies. And this is one of them. And it is notorious for this opening first 15 to 20 minutes of this movie it took me i think four times 
starting and not watching this movie before I finally made it through the first opening part of it. Wait, can you can you tell without spoiling everything a little bit about what happens in this first fifteen um, minutes that makes it so terrifying? It's very stabby, which is not <laughs> one of my favorite things in a horror movie. Okay, um, but it, it, one thing he really does well, just like right out of the gate, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, and they're actually remaking this. And the new trailer for it looks awesome, and great people are in it. And it's by the guy that did, um, is directed, uh, Call Me By Your Name, which got a lot of Oscar attention last year. So it's supposed to be really good, looks really good. Tilda Swinton's in it. She can be terrifying. Yeah. Anyway, so the basic premise is like this American woman is going to this, uh, ballet school in, I think it's Italy or in Europe somewhere. Okay. And there's basically, spoiler alert, a coven of witches that live there, that run the school. And when she first starts, the opening scene is like this other person who goes to the school trying to get away from there. And she gets stabbed. It's, yeah, it's terrifying. All right, time to take a little break here, let you know about a couple of sponsors and things we got going on for the podcast. So please stick around. Now, here is Sarah with some very exciting news for a brand new sponsor that we think you will really, really like. Thanks. Hey, everyone. It's Sarah, and I'd just like to talk to you a little bit about our new sponsor, Care Of. My experience with their website and their products and how cool it was. The website is takecareof.com. It routes you to a quiz and then based on the results of that quiz, they give you recommended daily vitamin packs. It comes in a monthly pack and then they're packaged by day so that it's really painless and, and effortless to do. The quiz caters to a lot of your personal lifestyle choices. So when you're taking it, it kind of talks about like, what are your stress levels? How do you sleep? What are your energy levels? How active are you? How interested are you in prenatals? It was no more than five minutes, 10 max, but it was so straightforward and yet still somehow pretty comprehensive. It addresses a little bit of if you're a woman, kind of your pre and postnatal needs and a portion of that sale goes towards the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expected mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. If you're interested in this, you go to TakeCareOf.com. Be sure to put Mayday as your coupon code. That's M-A-Y-D-A-Y. You can get 25% off your first month of personalized care vitamins. TakeCareOf.com and enter M-A-Y-D-A-Y and get that 25% off. Happy vitamining. <laughs> now, we want to pay tribute to Lizzie Hale, the lead singer, fantastic woman, and badass lady who will be judging our com- costume competition in the group category. So if you go to our website, allconsumingcontent.com, there is a form. You can fill it out and enter in any of the three categories as many times as you want. Uh, you can enter as a pet. You can enter in as a group. You can enter in as an individual. All of those you can do as many times as you want with as many different costumes as you want. Now, Lizzie Hale is a lead singer of the band Hailstorm. They are currently wrapping up their European tour and in November, they will be headed over here to the United States to kick off that leg of the tour. Their new album, Vicious, is available all the places that you consume your music. So get out there and get that now. Uh, we also posted the video for Do Not Disturb, which is their latest single from that album. you want to check that out and go to their YouTube channel or go to our social media channel on Facebook where we had that posted. It's really funny. It's very uh, Rocky Horror-esque. So definitely check that out. Once again, Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm. 
judging our group competition for our hashtag Handmade Halloween 2018 costume contest. Now, there is another way to enter, and it is super easy. All you have to do is post your photos on any social media platform. The three that we are on are Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So if you go there and you're posting your pictures of your costume, please use the hashtag Handmade Halloween 2018. It's hashtag Handmade Halloween 2018. And even tag us. If you tag us, we are for sure going to find it, but we'll be on the lookout. Use our username. It's at Handmade Podcast. That's Handmade, like Handmaid's Tale. That's at Handmade Podcast. Just post them, tag us, and we will find you and get you entered. Or again, you can enter on our website at allconsumingcontent.com. So what's your next entry? Um, so my next entry is seven. I think this. I think it was all down to the performances that really freaked me out in this. Kevin Spacey was just, I don't know. He both seemed like some dude I really would know and also convincingly a terrifying murderer, which was a really scary combination. I think that, I think it also came out at a time where scary movies were just changing. Suspenseful movies were kind of changing in style at that time. And it was kind of the first of the like truly terrifying, but we're still going to call this a suspense movie and like kind of make you think it would be a good for a date. Does, does that make any sense? No, like, no, like it had it I was, went on a it date was marketed to this movie. Wow, I want to hear how that went. Go ahead. I'll let well, you I, finish I don't know. It's just I'm I'm really finished. I'm just rambling. How did the uh, date so go? My wife and I saw it together. Uh, it's one of the very few movies where I almost walked out of it um, because it was still like at a time where I was not watching that type of thing. Uh, but the reason I almost walked out of it was because of what I thought was in the box. Oh. So from in my brain, the head was not what was in the box. I bet I I bet I know what you were thinking. Yeah. Um I was thinking and there's a for a very triggery spoiler alert, I'll give you five seconds to run the other direction or take your headphones off. Because Gwyneth Paltrow was pregnant in the movie, and I was pretty sure that that was a fetus that was in yeah, the box. Yeah, I remember thinking that, too, that that was a possibility. And I was pretty much like, okay, we open that box, and that's what's in there. There's a line and that I, I have. I can't remember exactly when this came out. Did you have a baby at the time? Oh, no, this was when we were, this was like, I think, I know the theater we went I really can't that. remember when this I came out. I think it was like a 97. No, when really? Yeah, it came out in the late oh, 90s. Oh, wow. That yeah. was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now, that was one of the movies where I was just like, almost like, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do two more, and then I think we'll do our next two after the movie we watch. Okay. All right. So, The Ring is uh, number four on my list. Legit um, scary. This was, I saw this at the theater. should be proud of me, because this came out during an era of where I was like, I really want to see scary movies, but I don't want to watch scary movies. Um, and I remember seeing this in like Sixth Sense kind of in a very short back-to-back mm-hmm. time frame. Um, but there's a part in the ring where you figure out what is going on at the very mm-hmm. end. You discover yeah. why everyone's dying and how they're dying. Yeah. I did not see that part of the movie. Oh. Really? Because have my hands still, were in front of my face. Have you still not seen it? I saw it later. Oh, okay. But like as soon as that started happening. Okay. Covered him up. Wow. Nope. So there's that part like where you see her eye and that's why everybody gets freaked out and dies, right? That No idea. I had zero idea that that was the reason until after, well after that movie. That movie, the opening scene of that movie scared the crap out of me. Did you see that at the theater so at with the theater a bunch of people? Too. No, just with my wife. Huh. Yeah. I remember that was also one like the, like Suspiria where the opening scene 
is just like yeah. so yeah. so intense that it's just like it oh my god it's an out of the gate freaky one <laughs> yes uh, what's the next one on your I think list? that's like a big distinction in horror movies too or scary movies generally mm-hmm. like is it scary immediately right or is it like sneaking up on you scary right. like halfway through you're like terrified and you don't know why what number are you on on your list um, I didn't number them what did oh, I okay. I think we've talked about three of mine okay well, let me do one but I more. Have, I have a lot more than five. So, okay. You know. All right. Well, then I'll let you do a couple more years. So I won't have a bunch of more. Okay. Um, another one of mine is a movie I love, but there are a couple of parts in it that have particular physical things that really freak me out bad. Um, it's Oculus. Oh. Um, it's about a couple of siblings. Um, their parents are dead. Um, it's it's later when they are adults. Their parents died when they were young. And they died under very crazy circumstances. And the kids are convinced that it had something to do with this huge gilded mirror that was in their house. Spoiler, it does. You find this out really early. <laughs> this is like first 20 minutes of the movie. You understand all of this. Um, and so they get the mirror and take it to a house that I guess is like on the market or something. Like nobody lives there. It's It's a mostly empty house. Um, oh, I think it might be their old house now that I'm thinking about mm. that. It's, it might be yeah, their childhood, their childhood home. Home. Okay, yeah. Um, so, like, nobody's there. Right. Uh, and they decide, I guess, to try to figure it out, which uh, seems like a terrible yeah. idea. Now, I watched this more recently than you did. Okay. Um, so, the basic premise is that the brother is in an asylum. Right. Because he went But she gets him out. She gets him out because it's time for him to be out. He has been determined. Oh, okay. I was thinking she got him out. Because all the stuff that happened to her kid really did happen. Right. And he was accused of doing it, right? Yeah. He's accused of doing it. The sister wants to prove that it really happened. So she buys the mirror back from an auction company. Yeah, auction house. Goes back to the house. Yeah, she works there. Which made me think, does she get into that line of work for that? Because damn. That's dedication. Right? Because the brother basically got committed because he would not say that that's not what happened and then yeah. so they had to yeah they him. think they thought he was crazy because yeah. he was saying what they actually yeah. saw happen exactly and so they go back to the old house she's got like this whole booby trap videotape system set up to prove it yeah then, she's all like going mythbusters on this yeah. thing hijinks and sue yeah Badly. yeah and there are some uh particular uh things involving like fingernails and stuff in yes. this movie here and there and like those are not meant to be the scariest things but they in particular just really freak me uh, out the scariest things in this in oculus are not the like mirror stuff or the anything that has to do with that no, it is it's the it's, it's the, the mind stuff it's the mom upstairs after she gets chained up there because the yeah i think I think the scariest parts are like w- watching individuals go through something so clearly traumatizing and terrifying and they are not sure. And you as the viewer are not sure like how much of this is just in their heads. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's unclear yeah. because physical things are happening. So not all of it is in their heads, but the impression you get is that maybe a lot of it is, but that doesn't make it less scary. Right. And that, that really messes with me a lot. Like yeah. how much is in your head? Yeah kind of scary is very mm-hmm. scary to me and it's also it's one of these movies like when you read the premise it sounds absolutely ridiculous it does it sounds crazy and it has one of these like and horror movies suffer from this a lot it has one of these covers and posters where it looks like oh, every other movie that came out around that, that time and so you look at it and you're like that looks dumb i'm never gonna watch that but it comes up on like it's if you good, though. if really you look good. up a list of like good horror movies in the last 20 years it's on every list and so i was like okay and so i watched it and it was awesome um let's do one more of yours and then we'll watch our movie um so next on my list is um 
a contentious one. It's the miniseries version of The Shining. I do not like the movie version of The Shining. I'm sure if it had been presented to me as a different movie, not about the book The Shining, that was my favorite book for a long, long time, I probably would have enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But I was told to watch it like, oh, it's the movie version of your favorite book. You've got to watch this movie. And I watched it. I was like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) This is not the book. (laughs) What is this business? Um, And I was very disappointed. And then later... A, mo- a TV movie version came out that is very faithful to the book, and they did a really good job, and I love it. Which and is it's interesting. It's got the dude from Wings in it. That's the part that got me, right? So Stephen Wright, I think, is his name. I don't name. remember. He's the dude I could from be Wings doing that in wrong. my mind. Yeah, it's the brother from Wings, the one with the mullet hair. Um, that's, I think, why I didn't watch it. Because I could not I buy that the guy from Wings. Time. I was looking for mine. I was looking for my copy at one point mm-hmm. um, earlier today, and I couldn't find it. And then I was like, "I bet I lent it to Justin to watch, it, and it's still there." Not in my house. Mm. No, I am. T- I will watch it now that you. It's read. really good. Now, the Shining is also a very contentious one because Stephen King hates the movie version of The Shining, as he should. It's nothing like the book. But okay, can. The Shining as a movie standalone, like by itself. It's hard. I've never watched it trying to separate it. Okay. So like I would need to do that. Although like I don't want to watch it again. Like I so did not enjoy that movie. Because that's a lot on. We like put, I don't even want to see it again. We put on the Instagrams today asking people, you know, what, what should we watch? What should we watch? And that was one that came up because I asked them the same question as what we asked each other, which was yeah. what are the ones that really well, scared the crap mostly out of Mostly people that I find that love the movie The Shining either have never read the book or can separate it. Yeah, or like we're they've read the book maybe once right. and weren't attached to it and aren't bothered at all that it was basically a different story with similarities. Yeah, so if you were on the Instagrams today, we appreciate you taking the time to uh answer our poll question to try and figure out what we were going to watch because we chose one movie which we'll tell you about in a little bit, but we also chose another movie based on uh, your list here. Now, here's the interesting thing. There's a lot of movies on here that the problem was that Tiana and I have seen a lot of these together, so we wanted yep. to find something that we hadn't watched. There are a lot of poltergeists. Yep. Um, I, I don't know if the image I used because I used the TV. <laughs> it the probably image, reminded people of it. Reminded people of it, obviously. A lot of Exorcist, obviously. I feel yeah. like the Exorcist is a big one for people. Um, a lot of couple Shinings. One for Hereditary, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> Um, but this one that we are going to watch is suggested by uh, user Gail Owen 59. It is The Hitcher from 1986. Yeah, which I don't think I've ever even heard of before no, today. But I looked it up, and it's one of these, like, again, it sounds ridiculous. It's called The Hitcher. So, like, how good well, could it I be? Well, I mean, hitchhiking is genuinely scary, like, in real life. It's like a thing that, like, it used to be, like, a common thing. And I thought, like, even as a kid, I was like, why? I also thought that, but, like, my dad was an EMT and my mom was a therapist so I had lots of reasons to think that that was stupid even as a child I mean why would you ever do that just pick up a person but I guess if everybody was doing it and like you had done it oh it's not the picking up that seems crazy it's the actually hitching that seems uh, crazy to me well see that's the different conversation but yeah it's just the whole concept is strange to me I feel like if you're doing the picking up like you are accepting you know you're, you're making a judgment based on the person you see in front of you whereas if you're hitching you're like stuck with whoever picks you up <laughs> it's all bad Do you know what I mean it's all bad and fraught with danger it is it's dangerous either which way. makes for a good horror movie and I was really intrigued because this is from 1986 and it has a lot of people in it that I'd heard of and that we know of mm-hmm. um, a lot of a lot of big names a lot of big 80s names so one of them who I'm very happy to uh, talk about is Rutger Hauer now Rutger Hauer if you see him you'd be like who the hell is Rutger Hauer and then he's that guy and you go oh that guy yeah um, most famously for me at least he's in Blade Runner yeah um, that's that's the main thing I think of when I think of him. 
I love Blade Runner so much. Anyway, um, C. Thomas Howell is also in this movie, which I had to explain to Tiana about the end of C. Yeah, I Thomas didn't know Howell's. that was that guy from the Soul yeah. Man, um, which yeah. is an entirely different show. Altogether. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that right now. Um, the people that know about Soul Man and what C. Thomas Howell did and what that movie's about will understand. If you haven't, go ahead and go to the IMDb. Go to C. Thomas Howell. Look up Soul Man, and you'll know why pretty immediately. Jennifer Jason Lee is also in this movie. So that's three people right off the bat as far as the 80s are concerned. That's a pretty good cast. Yeah. And it's one of these things where like you look at the IMDb rating, and you're like, oh, good to get this B, and it's like almost 8 out of 10. Uh, Which is pretty high for, for the IMDb. audience rating, yeah. right? And it was like thousands of people. I feel like if you hit a 7 on IMDb, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's you're, you're just guaranteed that it's going to I feel the same way, kind of like, it's like when I try and figure out if a book's good, like the Amazon rating versus the Goodreads rating. Like the Goodreads mm-hmm. is where I go, okay, this is like real hardcore book nerds. So mm-hmm. if it's like really good over here, I know it's good. Mm-hmm. Like Amazon, you're kind of like, okay, this Could is be anybody. a more mainstream population. The Goodreads, you have to know about that website and you have to know about that and you have to really be a book nerd. So if it's good there, it's kind of like this. It's like the IMDb. People that choose I to rate like things on it, but people know about it. Yeah. But do you take the time to create an account and yeah, rate the true. movie? That's true. And thousands of people rated this movie almost eight out of ten. So we're going to watch it. It's uh, The Hitcher, 1986, Rutger Hauer, C. Thomas Howell. Um, just for a brief, like, what is this about? <clears throat> a young man who escapes the clutches of a murderous hitchhiker is subsequ- subsequently stalked by the hitchhiker and framed for his crimes. Hijinks and Sue, like they do. So we'll be back right after this to talk about it and see what we thought. I'm so excited. I can tell. There we go. Well. Well, then. And we're back from the Hitcher, 1986. Um, that was not what I was expecting at all. It was exactly what I was expecting up until one point. At what point? With the trucks. Which part of the trucks? Um, oh, with the, at the, at the at, with Jennifer oh, Jason Land, where trucks. she was yeah, yeah. tied up on the trucks. Yeah, um, until then, it was exactly what I expected. Oh, I thought it was much more. Uh, subdued than what I was expecting oh, from really? a movie from 1986. Mm. Yeah, okay, I can see that. I thought it was going to be way more way ridiculous. More but it was, uh, that was pretty good. Yeah, the uh, Rutger Hauer was great. Rutger Hauer was awesome. The yeah. first, when he picks him up, the first 10 minutes of Rutger Hauer are pretty amazing. Yeah, that is solid, Rutger Hauer, yeah. yes. Um, he also gives a lot of, like, classic him faces in this movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> where he's just like I know what you're about to do um, but the, yeah it was um, really really predictable but it didn't ruin it for me because it was still like entertaining until the truck thing and then I was like huh that not is not what about. I thought was about to happen no. genuine surprise no I mean it still suffers from your typical horror movie things of some of this could have been stopped with a little oh, communication. Yeah. There and are so better there are making. so many bad decisions on the part of the kid. Like so many bad decisions, I couldn't even count. But you know, he is a kid of whatever age he is. You know, I want to believe that when I was that kid's age, I was way smarter than him. I would hope Damn. so. But he did. He did all of the running up the stairs things. <laughs> That's very true. He did all of the things. That were the equivalent of running up the stairs that you could possibly do in a situation like this, where he is trying to warn people of slash escape from a crazy hitchhiker murderer in the desert. And apparently, like, when everybody is off of work. Yes, no one is around. No, no one one. anywhere. And again, a movie that 
like the plot couldn't happen today. No, like, no, no. It, one person with a cell phone, it would not have happened. Yes. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> like any gas station with any camera whatsoever, <laughs> any, any video footage, any security cameras, any alarms, like one more locked door, the whole movie would have been over. Yeah. This whole security situation, big brother and social media would have yeah. solved this. Even whole at deal. the police station. Yeah. Like, damn. Right. Also, lots of heavy sleepers. Very heavy sleepers. And also, as we observed several things, um, lots of smoking, which you kind of forget yeah, about. Yeah, I, totally. I forget about that a lot now. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that was the thing that like, everybody did all the time back mm-hmm. in the day. Lots of smoking everywhere. That's the best part. Yeah, like, and lots in of the cars, people bumming cigarettes. In the hotels. They were even smoking in the car with all the windows all the way up. I yeah. was like, wow, that is intense. That's a lot. Hotboxing those cigarettes. For real. Um, what else did we notice? Um, uh, Jennifer's Jason Leigh. Like, yes. Not her best work. No, not necessarily. Not, not even by No, not necessarily. <laughs> uh, C. Thomas Howell was better than I thought he was going to be. Uh, I, you know, I warmed up to him by the end. I mean, for being a kid that's in this situation, I would say that it's about how I thought it would go. Rutger uh, Hauer was amazing. He was peak Rutger Hauer, I think. Maybe, maybe I just find teenage boys at that age generally not very believable as people. Yeah, that's also true. a possibility. It's also true. Um, oh, the rotary dial telephone at the hotel room. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty amusing. And dialing would have taken that whole shower. It would have taken that whole shower. Yes. Um, rotary dial phones were not the most efficient thing. And heaven help you if you screw up like one number. Know, man, that's like, the worst. You screw up toward the end. Take a half an hour just like to dial. I just wasted five but, minutes uh, of my life. For a movie that I didn't know existed until three hours ago. And was not necessarily looking forward to watching. Yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I was very pleasantly I'm also surprised. Very surprised. I've never heard of this just because Riker Howard was really good in it. Right. And I feel like that how did that not come up? I don't know. Like I've never 